0: While we as humans tend to either enjoy or dislike the winter season, for certain wildlife, winter is all about staying alive. But these animals are not without a special survival kit given to them by the Creator. So what is it?
1: And he knew that because of the fall there were going to be some hardships, some very difficult times ahead.
0: This is Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal. I'm Chris O'Brien with the Institute for Creation Research. Imagine that you're walking through a snow-covered forest or meadow in the dead of winter. Everything is frozen, still, and lifeless. Although it may not seem like it, there is life all around you, maybe even just beneath your feet. Many of God's little creatures, and some big ones too, are sleeping through the winter, cuddled up in a snowbank, huddled in a den, or resting in a cave. But why do these animals need to hibernate? And what happens to them during this time? Why not rest with us for the next 15 minutes as we discuss hibernating animals and their amazing ability to go to sleep and wake up at just the right time. Dr. Dennis England, professor of biology at the Master's College in California, says the winter months would bring certain death to many animals if they didn't have the ability to hibernate.
1: The reason hibernation occurs is mainly to make it through the winter. It's a very stressful time for many organisms. There are many organisms that actually die at that time period. It's a time when there is probably, you would say, the lowest resources available, food, energy, nutrition. And then you've got the cold temperature, so they've got to contend with that as well. So basically, this takes them through a harsh time period, a time when the environment is not friendly to them and allows them to survive to the next time when it starts to warm up and food is more plentiful, it reduces their
2: requirements.
0: Cindy Carlson holds degrees in biology and zoology and is the curator for ICR's Museum of Creation and Earth History.
2: Hibernation is a wonderful provision of God for small mammals to withstand the fierceness of winter, since they don't have heated houses and grocery stores. For an animal's body to generate heat, it must eat more food. And this is impractical because there's less food during the winter. So God made a way for them to survive the winter without eating.
0: But hibernation is more than just sleeping through the winter. Dr. Englund says animals experience several physical changes during this time.
1: The body temperature drops, the metabolic rate drops, the breathing rate drops. Even the need for oxygen is reduced because when they go into a den or cave or under a large snow blanket, there isn't as much oxygen available many times. And so that requirement is also reduced. And you have a greater percentage of the population than it makes it through the winter into the springtime.
0: We've all heard how animals that hibernate will fatten up for the winter months. While an animal's fat is used for insulation and nutrition during its slumber, a special kind of fat acts as an internal heater when it's time for the animal to wake up. Cindy Carlson explains.
2: Hibernating animals have a certain kind of fat, called brown fat. And that's different from white fat because it's filled with mitochondria. It has more mitochondria than the white fat cells. And mitochondria are the small organelles that produce energy. So this organelle, this cell with all this mitochondria in it, the brown fat produces more heat quickly than any other kind of cell. This fat is important when the animal is coming out of hibernation. Remember, some of these animals are raising their body temperature 60 degrees. So at the beginning of awakening, these brown fat cells begin to produce energy at a very high rate. The body of a hibernating animal then sends this heat to very specific organs, specifically the heart, the lungs, and the brain. And then as these warm up, then it'll send the heat to the rest of the body.
0: Although it's mostly small mammals that hibernate, larger ones can be found sleeping away the cold winter season, too. So what are some of these creatures that take a winter respite? Creation speaker Dr. Job Martin of the Incredible Creatures That Defy Evolution video series names a few of them.
3: Bears and badgers and bats and chipmunks, things like that. Ground squirrels do it. Lots of animals do it. Marmots do it and woodchucks and hedgehogs and nighthawks, prairie dogs, skunks, raccoons. Even cold-blooded animals hibernate. Things like earthworms and frogs and toads and lizards and turtles.
0: However, not all animals that hibernate will sleep straight through the entire winter. Dr. England tells us that some mammals will wake up for a short period of time and then go back to sleep.
1: We've got very small mammals, like a jumping mouse, for example. They'll hibernate for longer periods of time. Now, they will arouse. They will wake up during that time period, maybe for an hour or so. But you know what's interesting? When they wake up is when green plants are available in the winter. Now, how does that timing come about? We don't understand that at all. Then you've got some like the marmots that are moderate in size. Their body temperature won't go as low as the smaller ones. And when they wake in the winter, they'll wake for longer periods of time, like maybe for a day or so.
0: When we think about hibernating animals, the one animal that probably comes to mind first is the bear. Dr. England says this creature's hibernation differs somewhat from the smaller mammals.
1: Bears only have a slight lowering of the body temperature, not as dramatic as most people imagine. And they do wake up in the winter time. They'll wake up for several days at a time. But when they do, they don't eat. They don't eat until the springtime. When they wake up, it's usually because the outside temperature has actually dropped precariously lower than what they could survive even while hibernating, so they got to bring their body temperature up a little bit to release more heat and then go back into hibernation again. So there's still even unconsciously responding to the environment, to the actual
0: temperatures outside. Even in their sleep, bears are incredibly dangerous animals. So Cindy Carlson offers some age-old advice to would-be explorers of the winter wonderland.
2: Well, they certainly sleep most of the winter. But you wouldn't want to go into a cave and poke one because they can awaken immediately and they can be in a very bad mood.
0: Dr. Englund warns that another good reason not to disturb a hibernating bear is because it may not be alone.
1: Like other animals, they will mate in the spring. But that embryo lies dormant in the womb until wintertime, or close to wintertime, starts developing, and the young cubs are born in the middle of winter. So this bear gives birth to her cubs while she is sleeping in hibernation she wakes up and here these little rascals are
0: and the mother bear is able to sustain her little cubs throughout the rest of the winter dr martin
3: mama bear will have her cubs and then she'll feed them their their milk for sometimes five months and she doesn't drink water and so she metabolizes her fat during hibernation and god's built that into them and then with each gram of fat she gets a gram and a half of water plus the proteins and things she needs to stay alive Plenty of water for milk to nurse the babies and has wastewater. She doesn't use it all, and so she recycles that.
0: Hibernation and torpor, which is a limited or shorter form of hibernation, doesn't just happen in the winter months. Cindy Carlson tells us how estivation, or sleeping in the summer, helps some organisms survive.
2: Some animals go into torpor during the summer when the temperatures are high and water is scarce. This is called estivation. There's even at least one tropical animal that hibernates. It's a primate that lives on the island of Madagascar. It's called a lemur. And it hibernates for six months during the dry season when food is scarce.
0: However, no matter what the season,
2: torpor also
0: occurs on a daily basis for some wildlife.
2: A lot of people don't know that if a hummingbird didn't go into a state of torpor at night, they would starve before morning. Their energy needs are so high that... This is a requirement for them to live. So their body temperature drops, they look as if they are dead, and they stay there till a couple hours before um, sunrise, and then they, their bodies heat up again, and they're ready to go for another day. I found a hummingbird in torpor sitting on my hummingbird feeder one day, and I actually was able to pet it before it popped its eyes open and flew away. It must not have been in very deep torpor because it takes about 20 minutes for a hummingbird to come out of its deepest state of torpor.
0: It is truly amazing how these hibernating animals know when it's time to take their rest for the winter, arouse for a winter snack, stir around to warm up, and to wake up when spring finally arrives. But how do they know? Dr. England says God, as creator, programmed the survival method of hibernation into these animals when he created them.
1: God is an anticipator. He knows what we call the future, because time is just one instant to him. And his creation he knew when he first created, when he first created life, when he spoke into being. And at that time he knew what was coming. He could see the beginning from the end. And he knew that because of the fall there were going to be some hardships, some very difficult times ahead. And so he built into the organisms the ability to survive that because he wanted his creation to go until he was ready to make changes, until he was ready to roll up the creation, so to speak, and have a new creation. Now, modern geneticists have realized that there's far more potential in the genetic code than we've realized. So we're not looking at a modified and improved genetic code, no. We're looking at a genetic code that is actually suffering damage, is suffering assault through mutations.
0: But even in spite of living in a sin-scarred world, there's so much information built into the genetic code that animals are well-suited to respond to environmental changes in order to survive.
1: We even see this because animals' hibernation behaviors and timing varies. If you have a harsh winter... They hibernate more, and many times a milder winter, not as much. And some of the same organisms won't even hibernate when they're in a different climate where they don't need to. So the ability to adapt, the ability of this genetic code to respond to the environment is so important. But it all had to have been there to start with.
0: Spiritually speaking, Dr. Martin likens hibernation to people who have not yet awakened to the truth of the gospel
3: if we don't know Jesus as our Savior, we're dead in our sins. Uh, The Bible describes it that way. And we need to get life. It's like in the springtime when the animals come out of hibernation and the trees are budding forth. It's kind of like a picture of the new life that comes. And the Bible tells us that our Creator, the Lord Jesus, stepped into his creation in the person of Jesus Christ. He steps into his creation about 2,000 years ago, born of the Virgin Mary and Then he died on the cross to take the penalty for our sin. So the Creator is the Redeemer, and all he has us to do is believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And then that's kind of like waking up out of death. We go from being spiritually dead to being spiritually alive when we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, our Creator and our Redeemer. We put our faith in him as our Savior, and then he gives us this eternal life and that means that one of these days all of us who know him are going to be together in heaven
0: as our program comes to a close we hope that you've been encouraged it's our desire at icr to show that the bible can be trusted both historically and scientifically and to give facts that will build your faith as christians we need to understand the scientific basis for our beliefs we pray that this program will aid you in your discovery of science and the bible You know, most people aren't aware that today there are thousands of scientists that are convinced of the truth of biblical creation and not evolution. Our non-denominational ministry aims to restore and strengthen the Genesis foundations of the Christian faith. If you've enjoyed today's edition of Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a Creation Radio Journal, why not visit us on the web to find out more about the work of ICR. The address is www.icr.org. Again, www.icr.org.